Hi, Chat Sapphire listeners. Thanks so much for joining us in this episode of On the Hunt. I've had a few calls recently, but with the rainy weather, it's been a bit quieter than usual. I've seen some activity from vine snakes pick up in the last week around the Alovo area, and I've captured and relocated two from the area in this week. Today, I received a pretty panicked call from a resident in Lower Alovo about a vine snake that was on the perimeter fence. These snakes are highly venomous, but really placid and don't readily bite. But with dogs and children around, it is better to have them safely removed. I attended the call, caught the snake safely, and it'll be relocated to a more natural area away from pets and people. Now this brings me to the subject of today's discussion, dogs and cats and the indigenous wildlife in our area. I think many people are of the opinion that a catio or an enclosed area for a cat is cruel, but from my perspective, I've thought for the longest time that it's better to have an enclosed area or a catio in the garden for your cats. I used to have free-roaming cats, and my experience was that I stressed out every time they didn't come home or respond to my calls, and I had the unfortunate experience of having two of my cats run over. Just about every other day, my cats would catch another animal, whether it was a bird or a snake or a lizard, They'd always be on the hunt for something. I've been involved in conservation for the longest time and I just couldn't continue seeing all these animals coming in that were injured by my cats. Was it my cat's fault? No, not at all. But the problem with that is they were only doing what was coming naturally to them. But whilst their instinct to hunt is natural, they aren't natural predators for our wildlife. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, our dogs and cats have a direct impact on indigenous animals, and I firmly believe that it's up to us to take the necessary steps as responsible pet owners to enclose them and to see that the impact that they have is minimized. I know that there are people out there that do not like cats and would go to great lengths to remove them. This is not something that we advocate or condone. I've heard of people shooting cats and poisoning them. As a cat owner, this saddens me greatly. I also know that allowing one's dogs to roam freely is not something most people even question, and I'm left wondering why it shouldn't be the same for cats. I personally have two catios where my cats have access to an area within the garden where they're able to have natural sunlight, climb trees, and just generally enjoy being a cat, whilst still remaining safe. They also have access to the rest of the house and they are not in any way worse off as a result of the fact that they do not roam and my nerves aren't shot from having to constantly question where they are. Fairly regularly I get in snakes that are caught by dogs and cats and it's really sad because it's not a danger that these snakes or our pets for that matter should have to ever face. I realize that sometimes the situation is completely unavoidable but I've tried to the best of my ability to train my own dogs to ignore other animals and to enclose my cats for their own safety and that of the wildlife around us. Just this week I had a herald snake come in that was caught by a dog. Sadly the snake's spine has been broken, but it seems as though we might be able to save the snake as the spinal cord appears to be intact. We have Neville with us today to chat about a situation that transpired involving a black mamba, two dogs and their owner. Hi followers and listeners. This um, last week or so has been a pretty quiet period. It seems like the frenetic action is is more or less over. However, what we have seen in the past three weeks, four weeks, is a lot of pet versus snake incidents. We're dealing at the moment with um, two house snakes that have been 
uh, bitten and uh, attacked by dogs. And um, it's funny how this thing works. If it's a house snake, then the pet attacked the, the house snake. If it was a mamba, it was certainly the mamba that attacked the, the, the pet. Unfortunately, uh, snakes are sort of unassuming animals and they don't really attack pet animals unless they're capable of actually eating them. But nonetheless, um, there's also been a bush snake and a herald snake that's been caught in, and um, decimated. The bush snake had to be put down and the um, herald snake as well. The two house snakes are, are stronging on and they're getting on. But we also had an incident a little while ago where two dogs tackled a black mamba. And unfortunately, the owner of the black mamba got involved and got bitten. At the time, it was suspected it was a snake that bit him. Uh, later, we tend to think that it was one of the dogs that bit him. Um, he he uh, got a puncture wound and and uh, was a bit painful, but there were no serious symptoms. Now, that could have ended seriously bad. Unfortunately, both dogs died, and uh, after attempting to save the snake for about three or four days, I think it was the fourth day, the decision was made to euthanize. Um, damage was just way more than we anticipated, and the snake was... Uh, deteriorating rapidly and in obvious pain. Now our pets have a profound effect on the wildlife around us. Um, not just dogs, but cats are actually the major problem. <clears throat> now don't get me wrong here guys, I'm, um, I'm not totally anti-cat, I'm just totally anti the way people keep cats. If you want to keep a cat, you need to be respectful of the wildlife around you and uh, or consider towards the wildlife around you and you need to be responsible and do the proper thing. Your cat, if it's allowed outside, should be in a cattery where um, it cannot get to interfere with any wildlife. And it's just a natural thing for cats. I mean, this has been in their DNA for generations. So, if you are a cat owner, please ensure that your cat is properly housed because the effect they have on our wildlife is devastating. You guys have an awesome fortnight because I believe we'll only see you in two weeks' time. Thank you so much, Nev, for sharing that heartbreaking story. It's very sad that this encounter cost two dogs their lives, and it could have ended very differently for the dog owner too. Now, this is an example of a situation that was totally unavoidable by the owner of the dogs, as the snake was on their premises. But still, we've shared this with you in the hope that it'll make you more aware of what is around you, and we urge you to take the necessary steps to take your safety and that of your animals into consideration. Please, if you are able to remove your animals from any area where there is a snake or a wild animal, it is not fair to the animals concerned to allow them to have contact with one another. 
Before we end off, I'd just like to reiterate that we do not dislike any animal, but rather it is because we love all animals that we have chosen this as a topic this week. What are your thoughts? Please feel free to share your opinions and any questions that you may have. Thank you listeners once again for joining us and we hope that you have been able to draw something positive from this episode. We really look forward to having you join us in the next. Please take care of yourselves. Until next time.